Greatly looking forward to TJ joining the show. And we, I mean, look, we can go a lot. Fall football is back. Fall camp is back. All pads. Some video has been released of Jamar Chase and Derek Stingley going one-on-one. Two $100 million guys that are still in college that went one-on-one today. Who got the best of one another there? So we will, we will definitely break all of that down. Everyone joining us on Facebook Live, Twitter, We'll be going to Instagram soon. And Chris Landry Football Twitch, we greatly appreciate it as always. I see all my people in here, Blake Prest, Sam Bacon, Ryan Mayer. Let's go. Hashtag Go Gators. Okay. Okay. We'll see. We're going to break down the LSU schedule today and the SEC. Uh, Doobie, do we have GM? Okay. Guys, our main sponsor, both of them, first being GM, Varno, and Sons. GM Varno and Sons has faithfully been serving your Denham Springs and Baton Rouge area for over 62 years. With their highly trained technicians, there's absolutely nothing that they can't do. Drivetrain repair, motorhome chassis, excuse me, guys, AC work, big rig overhauls, oil changes, tire sales, tire rotations, no job is too big or too small over at GM. Give them a call today, 225-664-9992. That's 225-664-9992. Or hop all over to 2500 Florida Boulevard in Denham Springs. Tell them Blake Rafino from AYS sent you. And Mr. Doobie, do we have your home team by chance as well? Okay. All right. Well, we will run over to them as well. But we do have some breaking news. The SEC has released their schedule. So let's break this down in its empty and in its entirety for the LSU Tigers. A little surprising, yes. I know a lot of you over the weekend saw a schedule that did come out in reference to the SEC, and it was not that. Someone linked out a a schedule. I did not believe it. A lot of us did not believe it. But we're going to talk about LSU. Look, we knew for pretty much the entire day, the entire day, that LSU was going to start off the season at home with Mississippi State. Look, guys, Really and truthfully, this schedule is kind of good for LSU. In the very beginning parts of their schedule, they will start off with some very easy teams. You have Mississippi State at home at Vandy, uh, and you're going to have Missouri in there too. Then you got Florida. So then it gets to start, gets a little bit tougher. But guys, the first three weeks and a, a with the, all of this going on and having COVID-19, it's going to be a really good for Miles Brennan and all of his team that did not have a spring and not going to really have a true fall camp to get in here and have some, I don't want to call them tune-up games because these teams are in the SEC. I think we can pencil Vandy in as a win, but Mississippi State, you don't know what to expect. They have a lot that they're going to have to get ready for as well. You have a new head coach and an air raid system. Doobie, let's go ahead and run that, my good man. Okay, guys, your home team as well, who is our – another main sponsor of AYS. Your home team is a huge team, part of Keller Williams. We trust that every one of their agents makes you your makes them a part of your family as they take you in. Would like to help yours and others. You can reach them today for all of their listings. It's right there, www.team.kw.com. That's team.kw.com or give them a call at 985-467-7355. That's 985-467-7355. Okay. Like I was saying in the very beginning, it's going to be very good for LSU starting out. Now, you have a big, a big game going to Gainesville in week four. Then after that, you'll have South Carolina. So through the first five to six weeks, you have two teams that are going to be ranked, but the others will not. It's a very good schedule to start off. But let me say this because I'm sure a lot of you have already seen this for LSU there's three things in life that we are always certain of. Number one, death. Number two, taxes. And number three, a bye week before the Alabama game for both of those teams. It was amazing to me as we were sitting there and the schedule was completely being tossed out on, uh, on SEC Network. I was like, they're going to put the bye week before Bama. They're going to put the bye week before Bama like they always do. You would have thought since now that LSU doesn't have full control of their schedule, and the SEC would be doing this and reshuffling it. Hey, there's a chance. I mean, look at the Iron Bowl. The Iron Bowl is not going to be the last game of the season in the SEC for Alabama and Auburn, but the one thing they de- that they're going to do and they're going to continue to do 
It's put a bye week before Alabama and LSU. Obviously, because of the highly anticipated, the very, very highly anticipated matchup between both of those. So was I shocked? Nope. Not a chance. Not one chance was I shocked that LSU was going to get that bye week before Bama. So looking through the first five games, Mississippi State, Vandy, Missouri, Florida, South Carolina, and Auburn, guys, quite frankly and easily, win, 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 and you have two games that, quite frankly, are toss up set or away. Then you have a bye. The, the question will be is, do, does LSU, will LSU get more of a rhythm and be in a rhythm in those first three games before they go on the road to Florida? I have sat here on this show so many times and talked to the simple fact that I thought that this was the biggest game on LSU's schedule this year. And people are going to say, well, Blake, you still got Bam out there. You still got Auburn out there. You still got some really hard teams on this schedule. There's not a harder game that, and we've seen this in its history, that LSU has had than Florida on the road. How many times and how many of those games have come down to a last second fake field goal that bounces off the ground and a kicker kicks it up who can't even squat his own weight to get the first down. The Tebow jump passes. We remember all of those games. Okay, thank you, Mr. Doobie. And that's going to be the game for me that we're going to have to sit here and ask ourselves, will LSU be able to go on the road? Now, here's the difference. If LSU has these tune-up games, I call them tune-up games, but these games where they start getting hot, you Florida fans better watch out. You Florida fans better watch out because the last thing that you want for LSU and this offense is to start getting hot and start figuring things out. Steven Miller on Facebook Live says, Jared Lee to Terrence Terrence Tolliver. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Before we get over to TJ Pettinger, I want to finish the last of LSU's schedule here. After the bye game, like we've talked about, you do have Bama at home. Then you have Arkansas, Texas A&M, and Ole Miss. Guys, easily LSU is going to be 7-3, easily, in my opinion. With seeing this schedule, is the later part of your schedule tough? A little bit. But the toughest game that you got, well, in South Carolina will be in there as well. You do have South Carolina. Or no, South Carolina's up there. Which game am I missing? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I'm missing a game somewhere. Oh, well. <laughs> I have it right here. I'm missing a game somewhere, but it's in that last part of the game. Here it is, LSU. No, I'm not. Oh, I guess I can't count, guys. I guess I can't count today. But if you're going to ask me the truth, I know that Bama's at after the bye week, but for me, the tougher part of the schedule is up front, and it's pretty easy at times. Florida and Auburn in the first five, hey, man, that's good. that's not a cakewalk. But I do still believe at the end of the day, LSU could be 7-3 at worst, 10-0 at best, I think realistically 9-1. I think that they do drop a game, and that's just my opinion because you can't go through this entire SEC schedule and think and think that you're not going to drop a game. Dude, I think that the SEC champion, maybe outside of Georgia because of how easy their schedule is, I think there might be a two-loss SEC champion. And I know that you're going to sit here and call me crazy, but guys, the SEC is premier at everything that they do. It's the best conference in in all of college football, and you're going to ask me ten straight or out of 11 weeks and 10 games that LSU doesn't or any of these schools don't have a tough game or a loss? It's hard for me to buy into that. It's very hard for me to buy into that. Okay, guys, we will have TJ Pettinger Joining us around now, the great Doobie Lane, who is back on the ones and twos that I missed from earlier. I'm sorry, Mr. Doobie, but TJ will be joining the show around right now. Inside the Swamp says, what a joke. Well, I think Inside the Swamp, the joke was I asked you to come on the show and you never did it. So that's just my point. Hashtag go Gators from Inside the Swamp. One game in the, in the cap. I don't really know what that means. Not sure exactly what that means, but I did ask you to come on the show. Mr. Inside the Swamp, you want to come on the show and debate LSU after I, LSU in Florida, after I just said it's the toughest game on LSU's schedule in the beginning part? Okay, then. But you're going to come in my stream and call out LSU. You better get ready for it. That's all I'm going to tell you, my friend. That's all I'm going to tell you, my friend. Getting to some of the comments, John Adams says UF will be 2-2 and when we play them. They might. 
man, they might. I mean, when you sit here and you look at their schedule, they got a tough one. They have a tough one that in the beginning part, it does lean off a little bit lenient for them after that. I would debate you, Blake. Ryan, at the end of the at the end of the show, we take calls, call in, and let's debate it. Let's debate it. Dylan Landry, what's going on, brother? What is going on? The last thing that I thought about with this SEC schedule, and Greg Sankey kind of talked about it a little bit today when he was on after the Paul Feinbaum show. Okay, we do have TJ. One last thought here, but the one thing that I thought about about this SEC schedule, you're probably going to have two teams. If we do have a playoff, I could see easily two teams from the SEC being in this playoff. And quite frankly, I don't think that that's a that's a stretch. All right, let's get over to my friend, Mr. TJ Pettinger from Double Fries. Hold the slow. No slaw, but hold the slow. No, it's not Raising Canes. We're going to let him promote himself and tell everybody where it's at. But before we get to that, our good friend John Patton over at Area Home, Lindy. Guys, he's been absolutely killing it. A lot of you have been telling me that you're reaching out to John and he's been helping you with everything with your home lending. With all the recent help from the Federal Reserve, it's pushed mortgage rates down to the lowest that they've ever been. Yes, the lowest ever. If you're considering buying a new home or saving money on the mortgage that you have now, or maybe even just doing a cash-out refi, get in touch with John Patton from Area Home Lending today. Mention the show. In the entire month of August, you will get a free appraisal from him and his team. With over 15 years of experience, I know that John will take care of you and lock you in the best deal. Give him a call today at 225-663-2500. That's 225-663-2500. All right, my good friend, my very good friend, TJ Pettinger is on the line, on the AYS hotline with us. TJ, how in the hell are you, my friend? I'm good. How are you guys doing tonight? Well, I'm going to let you know, man, it's been sweating up in here. It's been sweating because of the simple fact, because of the simple fact that the SEC just came out with their schedule and a lot of things are going on. Doobie, can we fix that camera, please, sir? on the on the Skype. Uh, but it, it's a lot going on here. A lot going on here. But the first thing that I want to ask you, TJ, is number one, the ACC has been coming out with a lot of statements. A lot's going on around UNC and a lot of these places. And a lot with COVID-19. Is the ACC still on track to play college football this season? I mean, I think so. I mean, well, no, the answer to that is yes. I mean, I think you're going to have some some outbreaks and you're going to have some people get COVID. Uh, I believe there were about 130 cases uh, of the 29,000 people that go to UNC. Um, that That's pretty good to me. I know everything gets politicized and, you know, uh, they try and draw, oh my God, 130 cases, but that that's pretty good. They only have 130 out of 29,000. So anyway, yeah, I, I, I think it's much to do about nothing. There are going to be outbreaks. There are going to be cases. Um, I think that I think sending kids home and doing stuff online and keeping them away from the football players is fine with me. I hope everybody else does it too. Keep my football players safe and let's play ball. So I, I don't know. I think everything will be on pace. I started with Barrett Salee last night though of CBS Sports, and he said he would not be shocked if the ACC delays a little bit and gets their schedule a little bit more in line uh, with the end of September type time frame that the SEC has. So that was an interesting thought. I don't know if I. There's nothing that makes me think they'll do that other than the conference is just kind of agreeing to all play around the same time. Um, so mm-hmm. I haven't really seen anything that says they'll delay. But I could, I guess I could see that happening. Well, that was my next question, is if the Big Ten, if the Big 12 would have canceled last week, do you think that the ACC would have followed in suit and been right behind them? Um, I, I don't. I, you know, I think there would have been a lot more pressure on the ACC and SEC. Um, but I, I don't think they would have. I think they would have stuck it out and, and played. Um, you know, I'm glad that we didn't face that scenario because I do think that if, you know, if four of the five major would have canceled, all of the minor ones cancel, and then, you know, the SEC, I don't know. I like to think that they would just stick around and just play themselves, but who who knows, man? It's a lot of pressure at, at that point, so – um, yeah, I'm glad they didn't, but I, I tend to think that even if they would have, you know, cause the PAC 12 to me doesn't really count. Like they're just in an area of the country that it just wasn't even going to be feasible to, to play. Right. Like they're, you know, kids are, can't go to school and that's all kind of like mandated. They're all still kind of on lockdown in a lot of those cities. So the PAC 12 doesn't really count to me. So it was really just the, the other big four. The PAC 12 didn't count for the playoff anyway. So 
who even cares? You know, um, right. so it really was just the big four. So um, that is also kind of what makes the Big Ten's decision. So, I mean, there are so many things about it that just make it so incomprehensible. But, yeah, I, I don't know. I like to think the ACC and the SEC, um, you know, the only conferences that really crown national champions um, as of late <laughs> would have stuck it out. Yeah, I was looking at that. You know, Ohio State won it uh, 2014. Um, they won it in 2000, what, 2003 against um, – or 2002 or three, whatever, against uh, Miami. And other than that, I mean, the only other team to win a title in the BCS and forward is, is USC, and that one got vacated. So, I mean, every other right. title has come from the ACC and the SEC. And that goes all the way back mm-hmm. to 97 when Nebraska won it. So Right. Um, you know, I mean, football 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 South. South. I mean, it's, it's how it's been. Uh, TJ, let me ask you this too. There's a lot. I know that you cover a lot of FSU, and a lot's been coming out of Florida State. Mike Norvell's had a tough, tough start, man. There's a lot of noise coming around Tallahassee. Is everything okay over there? And is Mike Norvell tr- kind of reeling in this program a- as fall football starts? Man, I hope so. Uh, I mean, it seems like everything was quiet today, um, you know, but who knows what tomorrow will bring. (laughs) So um, I I think so. But, yeah, I mean, he's had a tougher start. I mean, I can't think of a tougher situation to start at, you know, a top 15, 20 program all time, right? Um, I I don't really consider Florida State a a blue blood, but maybe like a a new blood or, or whatever, maybe that next tier. So to start at a top 15, 20 program of all time, that has just the most storied, um, you know, longstanding coach in Bobby Bowden, uh, another great coach in Jimbo Fisher that delivers a title, bad breakup there, and then just the absolute incompetence of, of Willie Taggart, uh, and then have to take over from that and do that in the midst of a global pandemic where you can't have any visits, you can't have kids on campus, you can't, you know, recruit, you're going to have a weird season, you've got guys on your team that have, played for three different coaches, been recruited by three different – so, yeah. And then, you know, you've got you've got the incompetence and, and some of the players on the team that really should have already been kicked off the team, but, they're you know, it's kind of new, fresh start because it's a new coach. And so you have to deal with all those outside factors and um, kind of have all of that going on at once. And so you're going to get um, – some players that speak out and, you know, rush to social media because that's what kids do now. They don't go talk to people man to man. They go rush to social media. And so uh, even the situation that came up last week, I think it was really much to do about nothing. The player Warren Thompson um, put out an apology this morning and, you know, obviously got a talking to probably like, do you want to be here or not? If not, there's the door. Um, Those aren't direct sources, but I would imagine that's how that went. Um, so, you know, don't lie. Yeah, those are direct do nothing, sources. But... Don't you don't you lie to the good are <laughs> you serious? <laughs> so, you know, but yeah, like we need some spotlight off of Tallahassee uh, soon because it it seems like every other week there's something. Yeah, and it's just golly, it just feels like every month it's like God, Lord, something's just new coming out of FSU, and you would hope it's positive, but it's not, you know. Let me. I, I don't know if yeah, you saw not, this, TJ. Oh, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to say not not much positive. The two biggest social issues in our country, you know, the the, the racial tension and the the pandemic. Um, Florida State's you know flubbed both of them. So I'm sure that whatever comes out next in this in this kind of like we'll flub the ele- we'll we'll do something stupid for the election. I'm sure. So you know when that <laughs> when that happens, Florida State will put out some kind of an edit with. You know, Biden and Trump committing to FSU or something. It'll be terrible. I can oh see it happening. Well, you know what they need to do if that happens? Go get some double fries and no slaw. But we'll get to that in just a yeah. second. <laughs> TJ, did you see that the saliva test thing, uh, which was spearhead really a lot by the NBA? Did you see that breaking news that came out yesterday about that? I haven't. No, sorry. Yesterday was kind of okay. a crazy day, but. Just that well, just apparently, the NBA was going to be able to use it? Well, that's what they were talking about, that the NBA spearheaded this saliva test, which would take COVID-19 testing from $100 to $150 a test to $10 a test, and you would be able to know if someone tests positive within two hours. 
So you could test a kid two hours before practice, two hours before a game, and the results will be pretty quickly. Now they're starting to roll this out. It was FDA approved. And I thought when I, the first thing that I thought when I saw this was, oh, hell, let's go college football. Big 10 and Pac 12, you just, you just kind of, you should have waited. But we'll, we'll, we'll see it as it goes to see if that, if the, how that matriculates. But I just didn't know if you had seen it and how big that would be for college football if it does start helping. I mean, if you were to take costs down by, you know, 90 to 150%, I mean, that just seems massive, right? Like, that's kind of the big <laughs> question with everything. And in college football in general is just how expensive and how limited the tests are and stuff. But yeah, if they can be done that quickly, you know, then why not? I mean, you should be testing every day at that point. If somebody tests positive, then they've got to, you know, sit out of practice or sit out of the game until they get a negative result and then they come back, you know? So, I mean, it just seems like it'd be massive there, but whatever the NBA is doing is working. You know, they've, they've been in the bubble in Orlando and I know they're not going to bubble kids, but um, they've been in the bubble in Orlando for over a month now. Right. And, and not had any cases. I've had a couple of people quarantined, but yeah. So whatever they can do that the NBA is doing, they, they need to jump on that. Since you talked about the NBA, Last question, and we'll, we'll we'll get you on out of here. And we, we you just promote the absolute dog doo doo out of yourself because I love the podcast, I love the <laughs> videos, dude. You are absolutely killing it. You're a big Laker fan, a big Kobe fan, and I got to ask you this: as the playoffs start today, do you think that your Lakers take it all this season for with LeBron and AD? So I will tell you, I am usually the guy that straddles the fence and gives the most political answer possible. And, you know, oh, I think Florida State's going to go 6-5 and five this year, maybe 7-4 and four if a couple things break right. I, I got burned by the lightning last year living here in Tampa who have the most wins ever and then get swept in the first round of the playoffs and all this. So, um, But what I'm going to tell you is that LeBron James is going to hold up the Larry O'Brien trophy and say this one's for Kobe. That is going to happen. Mark it down. Mark the tape. I don't care if I'm wrong about this or not. There are some things that I will be a politician about. Not this one. We're winning it all. Purple and gold. (laughs) Absolutely. TJ, you're absolutely killing it. The new podcast is absolutely crushing it. Tell everybody where they can catch you out on on Facebook and Twitter and where they can catch your podcast. Yeah, so new podcast, a buddy of mine, Richie Barnes, and um, Freddie Stevenson. That that name may sound a little familiar, uh, but he was was a fullback at Florida State from 2013 to 2017, so he was on the national championship team. He didn't play a ton then, but he, I mean, he scored a couple of times um, in the, in that season, and then he was, you know, obviously more featured the next couple of years when he wasn't a freshman. So we have done six episodes so far we just did our third scheduled episode but we've had a couple of um we've had a couple of pop-up shows that we've done uh the name of the show is double fries no slaw uh it is an ode you mentioned raising canes it is an ode to uh guthrie's in tallahassee um guthrie's started in alabama my my best understanding and out of guthrie's you you mentioned canes out of guthrie's was born um Raising Canes and Zaxby's. They were both guys that started both of those franchises, um, worked at worked at Guthrie, said we're going to go off and do our own thing. That's why the, the models are very, very similar. What they serve is very similar. The recipes are very similar. Um, but there's only one original, so anybody that doesn't believe it, I mean, Guthrie's is just better. Um, if you're in a city that has oh. one, try it. If you don't, if you don't like it, um, send the receipt to Blake. Blake and then we'll take care of your order <laughs> if, if you did not if you did not like it. Um, but no, double fries, no slaw. Guthrie's is like the um, just hungover spot in Tallahassee. If you are drunk at 2 a.m., that is where you're going. The line is all the way out um, onto Tennessee Street where they're located, which is right on the road from the stadium. Um, so we kind of did it as an homage to them. Um, reached out and had a conversation with them a weekend, and they said, yeah, we'd like to sponsor your show. So not only did we kind of name it after them, they, they are now partnered with us. But uh, it's covering mostly Florida State. So if you're not a huge Florida State fan, um, you know, you're, you you may not like it a ton. But we do have, you know, some good guests on. We had Antonio Cromartie last week who played 11 years in the NFL. We had Barrett Salee off CBS Sports. And um, we had Mike Martin Jr., the head coach of, of Florida State's baseball team, on um, talking about 
uh, a bunch of different stuff, including their win against LSU in the Super Regional a couple of years ago. So a little dig there. But mostly Florida State, but we get some national guys on and some big guys as well. And so we have a good time with it. It's Double Fries Pod, Double Fries P-O-D on just about everything. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, uh, wherever you kind of find social media. But it's been fun. Awesome. We're three weeks in, and, you know, we've seen a lot of support and love. And I get Blake in there retweeting and commenting on stuff. And so I've had a good time with it. It's, it's a ton of fun. Just make sure I don't have a Ragged Branch Whiskey, who's the official uh, bourbon sponsor of AYS. If I have a couple of those in me, oh, boy, just watch out for the comments. Don't judge. I have to go to Guthrie's and get me some hangover <laughs> hangover food. But, TJ, man, we greatly appreciate it, sir, and we'll have you on again soon. Thank you. Appreciate it. You guys have a good one. You too. TJ Pettinger from Double Fries. No slaw. Awesome. All right, let's get back to – let's do this, Doobie. Let's run the Boston, and then we're going to talk more about this SEC schedule. Uh, guys, talking about food, the best seafood, not just in North Shore, Louisiana, the best steak in Louisiana, the best sushi in Louisiana, the Boston restaurant. Guys, since we are still in phase two, you can go in and dine in, do a little social distance, go get some takeout. You can follow them on Facebook right there, facebook.com slash the Boston Restaurant. You can give them a call, 985-748-5555, or go see them over at 200 North Boulevard in Amy, Louisiana. When you go on in, tell them Blake Rafino sent you from AYS. All right, let's continue to talk about this schedule because I wanted to get into it a little bit deeper. And Doobie, you can chime in if you'd like, and we can get into it too. I mean, look. Am I the only person in America that thinks that, that this is just going to be a, 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 a battle from start to finish? Everyone in the comments, let me know. I know that fall, fall camp is back. If you want to call into the show and you want to debate it, you can. 225-238-6075. 225-238-6075. Let's talk about this schedule. Now, I don't want to really talk a lot about, well, Blake, are we going to have football? Let's talk about football. Let's talk about football. Let's talk about what's going to happen moving forward. Getting back to LSU, getting back to LSU, the one thing that I will, I'm going to be very interested in, and something that I thought about a lot today in reference to LSU is this, and the positions that I'm going to be looking out for the most, number one, defensive line. I mean, these are no specific order, but D-line is a specific spot that I'm going to be looking out for because you do have these big games on the road. You have to go to Florida. You have other big games down the road. You to Auburn a couple weeks after. What will the defensive line do? Now, I'm not sure if you guys saw this today. You can call in if you did, 225-238-6075. Jamar Chase and Derek Stingley went up to went up one-on-one today in practice, and it was, hey, I got you, you got me. I got you, you got me. Derek Stingley would back down a pass. Jamar Chase would catch one over him. The fact that you have those two guys going after it, going together one-on-one, is why those even those practices would be must-watch. The one thing, and I'm not sure, and you guys can go on Twitter and a lot of these places and find, and find the one-on-one battles, it's very interesting to me to see how accurate Miles Brennan was with these passes. Oh, we got Rafino's rant on this thing? No, I'm, I'm saying <laughs> okay, it all yeah, up No Rafino's future. rant. I'm too excited to do a rant right now. Way too excited to do a rant right now. <laughs> but Kyle Marsh, if you're, I'm pretty sure you're the guy from inside the swamp. If you want to call in and talk about LSU versus Florida, come on in. The number's right there, 225-238-6075. We ask you to come on. You want to come in here? Come on. Give us a call. Stephen Miller says, good luck with any other QB covering Chase. And that's the point I was about to get to after this Miles Brennan thing. Guys, did you see how deadly accurate Miles was in these passes? Right on the numbers, right in the hands, right at the face mask at Jamar Chase. And it's I get that he's not under pressure. I get, okay, that he's not having to feel a lot of pressure from these big-time guys in big-time schools, and the pressure's not on him right now, so he can be accurate. But guys, pinpoint if he's not under pressure and he's doing that, what do you think he's going to do? Oh, and for all of you non-SEC fans or non-LSU fans saying, well, Joe Brady's not here anymore. Joe Brady is not here anymore, Blake. 
So LSU's offense is going to be absolute trash. Y'all come in here on the stream and talk about how LSU's offense is about to be trash water again. No, no, no. Same concepts, same offense. You think that Steve Insmeager is silly enough after the season that he had last year not to keep that playbook and run the same plays in the same system? Come on, dude. I see y'all on Twitter talking about LSU's offense going back to trash. (laughs) You need to go look at Jamar Chase and what those guys were doing today in practice. Now, it was the first day of fall camp, and guys seemed to be excited. And it was something that I thought that would happen when you are out of football and it's something that you play and you love. You're going to be excited when you get back on the field. The reason that I think that LSU is going to have a lot of success and it's going to be better than a lot of teams give them credit for is because of the continuity that you have a lot of guys coming back. Now, they had a lot of guys that departed, but you have a lot of guys that are coming back. When you look at Mississippi State, Vandy, Missouri, and then... Okay, Mr. Doobie says that we have a call. I wonder if it's Kyle Marsh or one of these Florida fans that wanted to call in at the bank. Hello, you're on the line. With Blake Rafino and Are You Serious Sports, who do we have the great pleasure of talking to tonight? All right. You don't want to come in here and debate because an Ohio State fan came in here to debate, got beat. A Penn State fan came in here and got, and got beat. Talking about how the SEC was trash. LSU was trash. Get out of here with that. Actually win a national title game before you come in here and talking about LSU being trash. But again, Guys, I'm so pumped up for football. I'm so pumped up for football. I've been waiting for this for a long time. Guys, we should be having, we should be having, we should be two weeks out. We should be close to 14 days. I don't remember what the exact days would be, but close to two weeks, 14 days of having college football here. I know that it's 26, but God, please, I hope it happens. I hope it happens. Looking at some of these notable games, now week one, you don't have a notable game that's really going to come off at the on the onset and say, oh, that's a must-watch game right there. But let's look at some of these games that will be notable, that will be notable moving forward. Week two, and week two, you have Texas A&M against Alabama. Now, here's a funny thing. Talking about this reshuffling, Texas A&M, okay, we got Kyle, all right. All right, let's bring on Kyle Marsh. If I'm not mistaken, Kyle Marsh is the chief and CEO of Inside the Swamp. Kyle, is that you, sir? No, that's not me. I'm the one that always annoys you on Twitter with all the questions. Oh, well, I thought you were the CEO of Inside the Swamp. But anyway, Kyle, what's going on tonight, bro? No, so I've just got to ask. Some of these people talking about LSU lost Joe Brady, Joe Burrow, all the – I mean, do they forget that Miles Brennan was a four-star quarterback coming out of high school? And, I mean, we're, we're not we're not rebuilding. We're just reloading. It's our time. Yeah, I think they forget that. I think that – and here's another thing, too, Kyle, that people, that people don't really realize is that, yes, did LSU have a lot of departures? Sure. But you got a lot of talent behind them, right? Like – so oh, much absolutely. talent, and people think that Miles Brennan is not a good quarterback. What has he shown that to say that he he's not going to be a good quarterback, other than his freshman year and an interception? Like that's that's yeah. really crazy to me. And I, I think a lot of people are forgetting that we've got the greatest coach in college football. Agreed, agreed. Hey, Kyle, did you see Coach O having him a little fun today or last weekend? I mean, with all the honeys. No. Yeah. Coach O went out to Lake Charles to the Golden Nugget, and all these honeys were just flocking to my man. He's living his best oh, life. Oh, no. I, I, I did see a picture of him. I did see a picture of that. Yeah, that was hilarious. Hashtag Coach O with the hotties. Let's start that tonight. Hashtag, Hashtag Coach O with the hotties. Yeah, let's, yep. let's get Hashtag it. Hashtag Coach O with the hotties. Let's see how it goes. Kyle, what else you got for us, brother? Hey, I don't got anything else. First time on the show. Like I said, talk to you a few 
times on Twitter saw you give me a little shout out, so I figured I'd call in and remind everybody that uh, LSU's not going anywhere for the foreseeable future. Awesome. Thanks, man. I appreciate you calling in. No problem, man. Guys, you can't call into the show. Let's talk. Let's talk some football. 225-238-6075. 225-238-6075. TJ Pettiger was awesome. I really appreciate him coming on. What's the thing that stood out to you for this SEC schedule? What stood out to you for LSU in this SEC schedule? But getting, getting back to it, look, if you're at Texas A&M, you go from week two to playing uh, uh, a very easy SEC East or West team. I forget what their schedule was in week two. To Hey, you better get ready. Alabama's coming. <laughs> Alabama's on your trail now. I, I, if, man, some of these teams, too, are just getting pummeled with who they have to play like Arkansas and, and, and Missouri. You know, in week three, and, and in, if you're Texas A&M, right after that, after you play Alabama, you know who your next game is? Florida. <laughs> Good luck, Kellen Mon, going against two of the best defenses in the SEC. Jeez, I'm Pete. Week three or week four, you have Alabama and Georgia. Those are going to be good games. Guys, we have premier games every single week in the SEC, which begs me to ask this question. Doobie, you can hop in here as well if you'd like, but begs me to ask this question. Guys, if we go to an all-conference schedule and the play is just amazing and we do play and everything's great, do we want to go back to these to actual non-conference games? Now, the only thing that are maybe an all-conference plus one like, you would want to see LSU play Texas. If it's great football every single week, would you want to go back? Would you want to go back to all these Rudy Pooh teams, LSU versus Northwestern State? Would you want to go back to that? Dibby, what about you? What do you? What says you, sir? Uh, it depends. It depends on the, the situation for that year. If we have a lot of new players, like a lot of freshmen coming in, a lot of talent went out to the NFL. Now, we, we know we, we lost, what, 21? the NFL this year, but we have a lot of talent 20. coming back. Yep. 20. Yep. So if, uh, if you have a lot of young guys, the little was what we like to call tune up games. Um, yeah, I kind of want to, it's good to, I'm not saying let's have, uh, three of four being, uh, cupcakes. It's good to have one little tune up game, mm. but I do like to see, I mean, whether it's all conference uh, I, I would like to see if we decided to go with straight power five, non, uh, non-conference non power fives. Like, I wanted to see LSU in Texas. Mm-hmm. Oh, I did too. I wanted O to shut his mouth up. I wanted the band. I wanted O to go 2-0 and o against Tom Herman's weak butt. And I wanted the band to sit on the levee. On the Mississippi River. That's how far I wanted the band to sit for that game. But unfortunately, we won't be able to witness that. So Yeah, I I, I mean, yeah, putting the fans in the nosebleed. You got Joe Burrow's daddy and mama up in the nosebleed. What the, what the poo is that? What in the absolute Rudy poo is that? I right. mean, you, you got him sitting two rows before the nosebleed. And, you you know, I agree with you there, Doobie. Mr. John Adam. I, Mr. I, John Adam is... Hold on one second, dude. A good follower, dude, Doobie. A good follower and our good friend, Doobie, John Adam. It's his birthday. Hey, man. So happy birthday, buddy. Do we have, yeah. We not only have Sam Bacon from Friday, we got Doobie. I mean, Doobie Lane. We got John Adam with a birthday. I'm not going to sing you happy birthday. I've been, I've been drinking just a little bit, just a little bit when I sang Sam Bacon happy birthday on Facebook live on Friday. But happy birthday to you, John. Chad Holmes said, or Tubi, you got something? Well, I was just going to say back, back to that. I, I wouldn't get rid rid of the uh, the concept altogether. However, I I would like to see, say, you have your eight conference or seven conference games, really. Uh, mm-hmm. Adding in two power five, and maybe the other two could just be Division one, like Conference USA, or you know what I mean. 
Uh, it just it just really all depends. I know this may sound like a weak comment for that, but I don't know, man. It, it can kind of go both ways. Uh, I do like the the competition, like a ten game conference schedule. That's gonna be it's gonna be brutal. Well, you know, the Big Ten plays nine, and the Pac twelve plays nine conference games. I mean, outside of the SEC adding one more conference game in a regular season. I mean, the other the other conferences are doing it. And it's been their complaint all along that, well, we play non-conference games. That's why we end up having a loss. That's why Ohio State gets absolutely uh, uh, drilled by Purdue on the road. Did you know that, Doobie? Yes, I mean, uh, I, I get that, but, I mean, come on. Hey, you know what LSU's next game would have been? Vandy. Yeah, LSU's going to go to Nashville again and get whooped. Yeah, that's exactly what's going to happen. Not a chance. Vandy's... I'm not going to do it. Vanny's going to get spanked like they're like they're a child. They're going to get spanked, and it just depends on if LSU is going to use a belt or not, or if they're going to use a wooden spoon. That's the I mean, they're going to get patty swat. Well, hey, can I can I make okay? So look at it like this: they play. We have uh, what you see the eight conference games. Yep. Traditionally, um, we have. Oh, yeah. So I'm not saying every year, but if if you if you go and look at statistics. The SEC uh, is always up there in strength of schedule. Not saying every year, but statistics, uh, a lot of the teams are ranked high up there as far as strength of schedule. So with that, even that one extra game, they're still normally leading in strength of schedule just because you have so many teams ranked. Again, others may look at that like, well, that's irrelevant. You can't, you know, I'm just saying. it's People don't say they beat up on each other, uh, you know, for a reason. No. Stephen Miller brings up a good point in Facebook Live. You don't lose to freaking Illinois, and you don't deserve to be in the college football playoff. I mean, Wisconsin got beat by Illinois on the road in Champaign, and you don't deserve to be in the college football playoff. I'm sorry. You don't. And you want to tell me that your third best team in the Big Ten is Wisconsin? Our third best team possibly is LSU or Georgia. Think about think about that. Wisconsin. The only thing that good in Wisconsin is Cheese and Aaron Rodgers and maybe Giannis. It's the only good thing in Wisconsin right now. I've been I've been to Milwaukee. They actually got some really damn good food up there. Really, really damn good beer, too. I mean, great baseball stadium. Dylan, <laughs> Dylan Landry says so close to a hashtag Rafino's rant. Maybe. Maybe we were pushing it. Doobie, Doobie said he was going to get a meter and it was going to go up and down as my blood pressure goes up and, and decreases. What do you guys think about that? Hey, on Facebook, uh, I was going to tell him if uh, you go to the ESPN, college football on ESPN, and go look at the Dabo Sweeney comment about playing ball. If y'all want to get entertained, please go read into that comment section with Ohio State and Clemson. It is very entertaining, to say the least. Just saying. Yeah. Look, you know who else has a, you know, I don't want to say they have an easy schedule, but a schedule that it, it can be kind of, the, in my opinion, in my opinion, the scheduling wise, y'all hang with me here. Scheduling wise, I think Auburn got it. I think Auburn got the best schedule in order in all of the SEC. Here's why I say that. You start off with Kentucky with Jeff and the Borough. You go. To, you got Georgia. Okay, you got Georgia on the road. Okay, a very tough game early. But then you have Arkansas, South Carolina, Ole Miss, and then LSU. So another three games where you're like, hey, you can start building if you beat Georgia early on. Okay, where's Auburn right there? Then they have a bye week. Mississippi State, Tennessee, Alabama, A&M. So although they do have these bigger games that they have to go and play, it's spread out more than anybody. If you look from it from top to bottom, that's that's and look, I did call that Auburn would be my sleeper team, but that's the reason why I think that they're going to be a good sleeper team. And you do have Bo Nix and a lot of experience coming back. Something to watch out for. I'm going to watch out for Auburn too. And that sucks that these teams, some of these teams, hey, we're going to play Arkansas and then we got to play LSU. Do we have high Has hopes in Chad Morse coming in? I do. I do. I want to see. Yeah. I want I I I I'm very Interested to see. I just I had this burnt in my head that man. It was like he was. Uh, it was a snooze fest that uh, Arkansas. You know, oh Jesus! They just showed the play. You remember the one with the 
uh, North Texas. They were playing the guy. He didn't call the. Uh, oh my god, the fair, fair catch. catch! Yeah, and he was just looking at him, oh and then boom, took off running. It's like it, it, it was, was a crazy. It was, it was one of the it was one of the funniest things in football I'd ever seen. Outside of Marshawn Lattimore having the butt interception a couple seasons ago, you remember when he caught the he caught an interception off his ass? Yeah. It was probably the funniest thing that I'd ever seen. All right, guys, it we did start off fall football camp today. A lot of teams started off fall football camp. Going to be interesting. There's going to be a lot of videos that's going to take a lot of news is going to be breaking over this next week in football. Here's a good thing. And we'll end the show on this, Doobie. Before we get to that, we got two more spot, or we got Mr. Mike Bazil, I believe. Let's go to Mr. Mike Bazil, our financial advisor for AYS. Guys, if you have a business, if you have a family, if you need some help with your finances, call Mike Bazil today. Look, guys, if you've been thinking about it and you've been wanting to plan for it, and if you live for it, you better call him. 504 343 1576. 504-343-1576. Mike Bazile is killing it with his best year ever. Give him a call today. Every first meeting is free, and all meetings are free until you do business with Mike. Give him a call today at 504-343-1576. Tell him Blake Rafino over at AYS sent you. Okay, Blaine Smith, what's up, brother? Chad Holmes says the SEC shorts with Arkansas Missouri revealing the two weeks ago was hysterical. Dude, those things are so funny. Did y'all see the ones that they did today? With the SEC, ACC, and Big Twelve, oh my God, hilarious, hilarious! When the spoiler alert for everyone that's hadn't seen it, spoiler alert. But when the Big Twelve says that they got to ask Texas before they can play football, hilarious. I dude, they're so great and so funny. What was Nick Gidry? What's going on, man? Huh? What? Uh, okay, what was this from again? You said it was it a skit? What was this? The SEC stories. Oh, the, the SEC, short like the skit? SEC shorts or whatever. Yeah, SEC yeah, shorts. Uh, I need a yeah. I they did one today that was freaking hilarious, dude. Freaking hilarious. Made the Big Ten and the Pac-12 look like idiots, and it was. It just you can't. Where they come up with this stuff, I have no idea. It's it's awesome. Bo Holly says SEC shorts was hilarious. Blaine Smith, what's up, my man? Heard something about cheaper and quicker testing with the NBA being used. Blaine, we talked about that a little bit with TJ. The saliva test, something that we need to watch out for. If you go from a $150 test to a $10 test and can have the results within two hours, game changer. Absolute game changer. Dylan Landry says, where y'all headed to? A blowout semifinal loss was fire. God, that was funny. Dude, I don't want to get a copyright. Let's not play it. But after the stream, go look up SEC shorts and watch it. It was just brilliant as always you know a fun fact uh believe i think his name's josh the shorter one i think he's a alabama graduate and the other guy the main one is an auburn graduate if i'm not mistaken he sure is yep he sure is you know when they first started out he ripped auburn the most out of all of this (laughs) he called he for a while he called them uh scam newton or something oh i love it it's fun they're good though man i like it yeah i do too Josh Sneed is his name per yep. per Miller. Yep, Josh. That is Sneed. correct. That it is, is correct. Funny. Yep. All right, guys, you can't call in. We got about five minutes. If you want to call in and talk, you can. 225-238-6075-225-238-6075. You guys, you're gonna have to bear with us. I see a couple of you on Twitter. What's going on with Blake's with Blake's wall? Why is it lifting out? It's not that. I got a new desk. We're moving up in the world. We're moving up in the world. Just bear with us on that. Uh, tw- a Twitter community. You can always count on Twitter to call about Blake Rafino. Blake, your mustache on the right looks weird. Yeah, I know. I got to trim it. I got to trim it. <laughs> These dudes are always blasted. getting after my ass. Dude, I'm getting blasted. Blake, I like your takes, but please shave off the right side of your mustache. All right, I'm shaving. I'm going to, I'm going to trim. I got to trim it, dude. They're getting at It's funny. I don't mind being called out. I don't mind being called out. Shave your Every beard. Every time I go to Twitter and get those big sideburns coming down and get the handlebar. Okay. You know, a full big, man chew. That's oh, a full dude. man chew. I mean, do you, do you understand how long it's taken me to grow, grow this luscious thing out? Just to have a mustache. You have to do it. Oh, uh, I can't. I mean, they're making fun of me with my mustache. 
Blake, the right side of your mustache has a 401k plan. <laughs> Jesus. Got his own Facebook and all. Huh? Golly. I don't mind people ripping me unless it's like crazy. Got its own 401k plan, but I bet you they called Mike Bazile from uh, our, our advisor, Mike Bazile. Both Holly <laughs> says, I want to know is what's that drink on your right? I'm so glad that you asked. Wait, that's Bo, Bo Holly? Yeah, Ladies Bo Holly. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm happy he is back. For some unknown reason, Facebook just decided to block Bo's comments for no reason. For, oh. for a long time. Oh, yeah. I'm just glad to see he uh, that Facebook's allowing him to comment for no idea why they... It's the craziest well, for thing. You, for you LSU fans, and Bo, this is Ragged Branch Bourbon Whiskey. It is, as you can see there, they have a national title uh, LSU-themed bottle. Yes, it was full Monday. We you know, we had some people over in the UFC fight, and it was, it was over with, you know, but I'm going to have to give them, send me another one. But Ragged Branch, dude, it's great. I didn't realize, and, and the guy Tracy, who's a good friend of mine, and now they're a sponsor, Okay, they they, I, he was like Blake. It's gonna be extremely smooth, and I'm like, yeah, okay, okay, man. I, you ain't gotta really chase it with anything. Maybe put a little splashes of water. Maybe a little bit of a lime in there. I sound like a Mel Kiper. You put a little bit of a lime. It's really it's really wet. It's really good. You only have to put one ice cube. It's got a good game film. Showed up in big games at big times. Ragged bench whiskey. Blake, you mentioned <laughs> uh, a little off subject. I went back, so I'm, I, I, if, I, if I must admit, I do not watch a lot of UFC. I, I have started to. went back and watched. Am I crazy or stupid for saying that DC just looked out of shape, man? Yeah, ever since he went to heavyweight, he, he got that Blake Rufino pudge belly on him. He got the pudge belly on him. Again, look, I, I, I know nothing really about it. I just I went mean, back and it looked look, like Steve he was Steve the best heavyweight of all time. Steve Bay's the best heavyweight of all time. It's just the truth. He got beat. I mean, no, the yeah, eye poke but, is bad, but DC, I mean, hey, man. your boy Roy, your boy Roy Nelson was fatter than had had man titties, and he used to kill people in there. That's he used Colin to kill Thibodeau. Man Colin, we got two minutes. Got to make it quick, though. Well, we got a minute. All right, answer him, Colin Thibodeau. Dubey, you are live. Hey, Colin, we got we got a little less than a minute. What's up, brother? We're going to make it quick. We're going to make it quick. Like Stiopic hit Daniel with them two rights right before the end of the second. He did. He kind of he wobbled him and dropped him oh, a little. He had some good hits, but from the beginning, he man, he just he looked did. winded, like right off the bat. Look, Daniel, DC hit him with that one. About, about two minutes left in the first. That if he had hit him with it in the third or fourth, he'd have dropped him. Yeah. I don't know. I hate the DC's retiring. I hate the DC's retiring. I, I wish him well, Colin. I greatly appreciate you. are gonna have to call in a little bit sooner, brother. But we have to roll, my friend. Yeah, we gonna call him. We gonna. I'm gonna try tomorrow. All right. I love you, brother. Have a good night. All right. Later. You too. Later. Later, brother. All right, guys. This is Are You Serious Sports? Doobie Lane was back on the ones and twos. Every guys, we're gonna have a great show again tomorrow. We're gonna start doing some fan call ins, guys. All of you 21 in here, start calling in. We're not going to make a lot of big plans. Start calling in. Let's start chit-chatting. You can always call us at 225-238-6075. That's 225-238-6075. My name is Blake Rafino. This, Are You Serious Sports? Have a good night.